Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. Let's check in with the most important man, Will Darkins. Live from Lucas Oil Stadium. At the combine, Will, what's going on down there? Uh, Luke, a lot, a lot of bulges <laughs> and big records out here today. Yeah, <laughs> that is the background noise you can hear. Yeah, an empty oh, is stadium. That what that was? Is that what that was? Uh, the TVs are all on the Underwear Olympics right now. When I came in, I have not changed the station, and I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, I'm just watching DBs run, or oh, look over their left shoulder, look over their right shoulder, turn around, try to catch the football. It's it, it's a weird it's a weird time of year. The NFL Combine takes over our collective consciousness. Uh, not the, me. It's the only thing I don't I, care. You're part of the collective, yes? Uh, no. I could care less about this. Really? Yeah. You know what I care about right now? Tell me. Oriole Spring League. Baltimore. Spring training. Spring training. Yeah. Let me tell you something, man. All in? I did a deep dive. Yeah? I'm all in. I got the hat. 
You do have the hat. I, the hat. Yeah. I, I saw I the got hat. The it's hat. A good do look, you see the it's hat? It's a good looking hat. If you'd learn how to use it's a hell of a bird. If you'd learn how to use the YouTube stuff, we could show people uh, on the YouTube channel, but uh, uh, somebody'd have to send you an email or come in and show you how Well, it works. they'd have to teach me. I know. And as you know, I need to be shown at least nine times before I very, know. Very, very true. Halfway. Uh, I was able to convince you to go yeah. with uh, the white face uh, of the hat yep. with the uh, the traditional Orioles cartoon logo. It's the Oriole bird, damn it. What's the Orioles name? The Oriole bird. Yeah. It's the Oriole That's bird. We, yeah. <laughs> you remember that was the yes, one I thing? Do. Oh, I remember. We were deciding on a team and I go, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. It's the Oriole bird. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you didn't have a name. It's not like... Charles Ollie, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oliver, yeah, Ollie, yeah. yeah, you know, that's the one I liked, but uh, but yeah, so you've got the hat. You were uh, you were trying to get yourself the exact same hat that you have for the uh, Benny the Beaver and then just replace the logo on it. Mm-hmm. And I talked you out of it, you so, did yeah, very good happy. enough. Happy with your decision, it looks good. There's one thing I could convince you of last week's, but you are now an Orioles fan, which by uh, default makes you a baseball fan. Orioles fan, just I mean, that's fine. And let me tell you something. Yeah. I put concerted effort into this. I got three text messages you about yeah. baseball this week. I listened to a spring game. Yeah. I listened to two spring games. And what'd you think? I'll tell you this. It's all right. Okay. Hey. Um, well, first of all, yeah. these games don't matter. Oh, and, I know. Yeah. But then when I started doing more reading, because yep. I joined the subreddit for oh, Orioles fans, which I enjoy these fans. They're great. Yeah. They're really not toxic. Because there are some toxic subreddits. Go on Dallas Cowboys subreddit. Sure, that sounds right. You I quit. I uh, I've only happened upon Reddit a couple times, and I was like, ah! and I got out of there because yeah. I didn't want to get. I didn't want the toxic uh, environment to. No to, man. To Orioles my subreddit. Very kind fans. Yeah. I wrote on there saying I'm a new fan. What do I need to know? Everybody was <laughs> oh! super nice. What yeah. What did you need to know about the Orioles? They were basically just like, like all right. So you get nine innings. <laughs> Each batter gets three strikes or four balls. I basically said I'm 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 starting to try to get into baseball. I picked the Orioles. I did it one because of Adley Rushman. Yep. Two, I like the logo, and three, they seem like they're on the up, but it's not too much of a bandwagon yeah. pick. And most people were kind of like, "Yeah, you're you're pretty much right about that." And they were like, "You need to know, it's been a long struggle for us. We yep. have, uh, you know, been through a lot of crap." And now things are starting to look better. So, like, you're going to hear a lot of negativity on here, like a lot of <laughs> Debbie Downer stuff. But they were like, it's the perfect time because, one, the team is selling yeah. from our horrible owner. Okay. Two, we have the best farm system now. Ooh. And three, we have a general manager that just came in who's, like, amazing. So nice. they basically convinced right. me. And then I did the reading and followed along. And I was like, I think I made the right decision here. All right. Because, really... It's an exciting team. Yes, they got uh, Jackson Holiday, who's the number one prospect, yeah. who's uh, trying to make the squad this year. Uh, he's what young. position? He's 20. He's uh, trying to play shortstop. Yeah, Might put well. him at second base. Okay. We'll see. Uh, you got Adley Rushman, obviously. Yep. You got uh, Gunnar Henderson, who uh, tweaked his oblique <laughs> a couple days ago, yeah. so he hasn't played in spring. But then uh, Cole Irvin. Yeah, who's from Oregon? Yep, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, he lost ten pounds, which, <laughs> which they which was a big deal. It was a said. big deal on the broadcast. They mentioned it like five to six times. Where they were like, "And you see uh, this slimmer figure after he's lost ten pounds." And I was like, "Was this guy really fat? Like, what's going on?" And they on could here? see through his pants. So yeah, exactly. More excited. 
his huge butt. But like, he's playing really well. They have Grayson Rodriguez, who started last year, who had a better second half, who's playing really well now. Who like the team is on the up, and I kind of started getting excited about it. I was like, okay, I could get on board with this if they're good. Yeah. Um, well, and, the, yeah. and the wild thing about the baseball season is it's, I mean, you're, you're, you're signing up for a long ride. Like, even though like the duration, if you look at like the NFL season starts in September, it ends in January. So you're looking at five months, right. Of, of that, you got the baseball season starts in March ends in October. Mm. So you've got a little bit more time, but you've got a lot more games and the team is going to go through, you know, all of these swells. So you're going to be on an emotional roller coaster. I like that you're uh, connecting with other fans uh, on, the, on the Reddit. Yeah, it's going to be. I subscribed to the Baltimore Sun. Oh, did you? I did. Did you really? What did you pay? It was $3. Woo! For the year? It's $3 forever. Forever? And that's it? Dude, local media is dying. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty do. horrible. <laughs> I know. I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, three dollars a month." I was like, "Well, that's not too bad." Yeah. They're like, "Nope, it's three bucks forever." I was like, "Oh, well cool. then, cool. I will do that." And they do a pledge drive. I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I signed up for that uh, just so I could get like, I could learn more about it because I was like, "Well, I'll do the local paper because they do the deep yep. dive on stuff," yep. and mostly. I don't know how you feel about this because I don't know how much like local news you actually read. Oh, no. Like... I don't read any news. I, I I avoid the news like the plague. Well, but like sports news. You no, obviously no. read sports nah, news. I don't read. You don't read? I can't read. I never learned. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Come on. I hate it when you bring that up. And you I just watch TikToks. <laughs> That's right. That's all I do is watch TikTok. That is how I learn. Yeah. But like usually when you read local sports people, they try to, it's a very good uh, soft mix of trying to appeal to the hardcore fan yep uh but then also understanding that like hey this is a local paper these are local people that are opening this up and reading it i need to also make this kind of broad in a way so like yeah. reading yeah. the baltimore sun i was like okay this is written in a way where like i'm understanding it they're presenting these ideas pretty basically yeah it's good it's a good over good overview of your team no it's a great way to do it um i actually like uh reading going into a series against the opponent mm. Read what the other team thinks of the the Orioles, mm. or listen to other local radio, or go on to Locked On and get the. Uh, I tried that. I turned yeah. it off after about two minutes. Probably a good idea. It was pretty horrible. Yeah. Now that's the one thing that that's I'm... like going and reading SB Nation, and you're like, yeah. all right, you've you've used the wrong there three times. Yeah. In one paragraph. <laughs> I just can't. Who wrote this? A 14 year old? Oh, oh, it, uh, actually, a 14 year old did write yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> pretty good for a 14 year old. <laughs> My yeah. dad says that, and I was like, okay, if that's how you're starting yeah. the article, I don't need that. Sources. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the one thing I, I did find was baseball po I tried baseball podcasts, and yeah. it's just terrible. They're, they're awful personalities, yep. and it's what I don't like about baseball, which is people talking about war and OPS. Yeah. And I looked up these terms because I was like, all right, well, yeah. it's important to baseball fans. Win so above what replacement. Yeah. Yeah, and um, just the more they talked about it, the more I fell asleep. Yep. Um, and that's why I liked sticking with the local paper side yep. of it because they really like they take on story arcs of these players yes. in spring training. Where like I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. This guy, you know, is from here. Did this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can he make the team? Can he? Can he can, make yeah, the yeah, team? Yeah, absolutely. And all these all these bird heads. That's what they call them, Luke. Bird heads. Bird heads. Are you a bird head now? Not quite. Well, you have a I'm hat. Getting there. You have a hat. I got the with hat. a bird on it. Did you see the hat? You put the you put the hat on, hat. and you're immediately you have a bird on your head. <gasps> so you would be a bird head. 
My son loves this bird. Does he really? Yeah. I wore it around and uh, on the first day because I got it. And I was like, all right, I got to wear it in. And he started like asking the bird questions. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, look at that bird. You like him? He's yeah. like, yeah. He's like, hey, bird. <laughs> <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> so then I had to start making the like a bird voice. Like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he loved that. So I would okay. just ask the bird question. So, yeah. All right. The hat brought a lot of joy to the family. Well, good. Your wife loved it too. Does she ask the bird questions? No. I Actually, she's probably the one who was like, why'd you buy that? She's like, would you take that off? Yeah. We're in bed. You used your credit card points for that? <laughs> Wait, did you use credit card points? Yeah, why not? It's a free hat. A free hat. Nice. Well, I think I paid $2. Ooh. Pretty good deal. Points, though. That's the thing I know. That was about. my Amex every day. Here's what I'm learning about Orioles fans. Thrifty. Thrifty bunch. Yeah. And then they also, um, there's something about spaghetti in a plastic bag. Oh. And yeah. they, they mentioned that a lot. And I was like, what the hell is going on there? And then I the story is basically that like they have a, um, a food policy there. Yeah. Which is like, you can bring food if it is in a, clear bag. in a clear plastic bag and yeah. so this one fan was seen last year in the upper decks think i remember that i didn't realize it was spaghetti Orioles. and meatballs yeah. just eating it i didn't realize they that all was the loved Orioles, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good that's pretty good um see if you can get me a crab cake recipe from your uh from your subreddit mm. see if i can get that uh what else do i need from maryland huh, i think that's pretty much that's it, it. i think that's pretty a much gun it. Oh yeah, they probably got plenty of guns out there. In Baltimore, yeah, with all the uh, with all the identification markings filed off. Obviously, I did find it slightly depressing looking at the stadium, Camden, Camden Yards. Yep, Camden Yards. Um, Camden just, Yard, a yard. I think so. How um, one yard? It's not yards. How how depressing uh, Baltimore is. Yeah, because it's really like if you go look at a photo of it online, the stadium, um, it's it's very lovely. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, know. the idea of it's fantastic. Yeah. But then, like, you go maybe two blocks out because yeah. you can do the overviews. Sure. And, um, you know, there's like trees lined and everything, and they got that big warehouse, which is aesthetically nice. Yeah. And you you bounce, just go bounce two blocks balls out, and it looks bleak. It's yeah. very just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where does Baltimore rank uh, in the, uh, you know, crime and all that? I don't think, I don't think oh. Baltimore's killing it well that might not be the right term because maybe they are killing i looked up most dangerous cities in the united states all right okay what do you think's number one? Ooh, chicago is a city of two halves the south side of chicago could be pretty dangerous new orleans might be up there dc baltimore i'll put i'll say that's that those are probably in your top five i'm probably missing one okay i'm gonna give you the top five here and this is uh, most dangerous cities yeah. across many U.S. cities. Violent property crime is also on the rise. Most dangerous cities in the violent US. property crime, like people are going and stabbing your uh, your quarter acre. Uh, <laughs> parking their cars on your grass. Hey, take that. Okay, number one is actually Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, uh, okay, I can see that. Yeah, that what is it? The east side of Memphis is like. Uh, if you ever read, did you ever read the Blind Side? I, I no, I actually didn't watch a movie, but they talk about like I, th- I don't, know, I think it's East Memphis. I could be mm. wrong, but yeah, it's like you go on the wrong side of the tracks there, and it's like a little dicey. Uh, two is St. Louis. Oh, okay. which I have heard that. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. uh population two hundred thirty nine thousand. Crime rate that is two hundred thirty four percent higher than the national average. Whew. 
That's not good. Uh, Little Rock. How about that? Interesting. I'm betting Little Rock. Baton Rouge. Don't really number remember four. much about it. Okay. Uh, number five was Oakland, which that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. So Baltimore is actually seven on the list. Okay. And so then Chicago top. hits 13, which right. is the last on this 13 oh. parcel list. Gotcha. Interesting. No New Orleans on there. New Orleans hits nine. What was the other one that I threw out? I thought I, thought I had one. DC is usually can be. Not on there. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, no. Somebody at the combine pulling up lame. That's never good. You did what? Pulling up lame. So leg uh, did a did a maneuver and then started hopping on one foot. Well, the oh, other I leg uh, just kind of dangled there, but they switched off him real quick. So, um, okay, let me ask you this about sure. the NFL Combine, and it's a quick question. You can give me a quick answer. Do you think NFL teams? No. Too quick. Do you think NFL teams have a metric to measure how good? each of these guys are at sex. Didn't they ask that? They have like questions that they covertly ask or some that they like, cause there's always the stupid questions that get asked that come out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're like doing... a one ten scale yeah. or like, or like a similar to social media where they have like five markers and like, they're all like little flame. Yeah. Emojis I, don't, I don't know that it's as, where they, where as they direct think. as that, but like, uh, uh the, another Michael Lewis book, um, the, uh, Moneyball. The conversation that they're all having. Wow, can't get that guy. He's got an ugly girlfriend. It's they're they're. So you don't think it's as explicit as like they yeah. watch and then maybe the final metric. They're like, how good do you think he is in bed? Yeah, I think that there's probably some subtle lean that direction, but yeah, I don't think it's as obvious as that. Like, I don't think they're doing what you're doing right now, watching it um, with bedroom eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's why don't that's they? you. I don't know. Why don't they just hire a guy that does that? Like, that's his job? Yeah. Yeah. He's just down there ogling these dudes, their muscles, and are their you tight applying, stuff. Are you applying for a job? I could. Because you're weirding me out. Wouldn't that be great if you saw me in, like, a year? Like, you didn't hear from me again. Like, I just, <laughs> I, like, up and quit this. You were like, that's weird. He, like, he didn't say anything to anyone. He just quit showing up, yeah. and he excommunicated us. And the next year at the Combine, you see me... With like, we're, 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 and with I like assume, a Seahawks. No, hat. no, no, like, no, no. You know what? Te- uh, you know what the first team to hire a perv, a full time perv, would be the Commanders. Oh, what? Cleveland Browns. Come on. Why? What? I don't know. Well, a quarterback already is. Oh, yeah. Commanders is. Yeah, not, I guess Commanders so. not a bad pick, but they just sold. Oh, that's true. Under yeah, Dan, Snyder's under Dan Snyder, but yeah, because yeah, the whole Dan Snyder cheerleader thing. Oh yeah, like, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that. Wait, you're working for the Browns? What are you doing? (laughs) I'm their perv. Wait, what? Sir, are you supposed to be down here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Was it the the Chargers security kid that was caught playing pocket pool? Oh, is that right? Have you not seen that? No, no, I didn't see that. Oh, pull that up. Chargers Uh, security kid, is that right? We're going to start at the top of the draft. Uh, We were talking about it a little bit before the show, and uh, uh, my brother went on for about two and a half hours yesterday. What do you do with the number one overall pick? If you have it, that's where we start the center and the saint. Next on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey! Turn safe, Luke Anderson, Will Darkin. Were you expecting more ads? Yeah. Oh, what happened? Quick. Little did you know, this is a weekend show. Yep. Is it? Uh, so we have... Uh, By the way, I watched that video of that Chargers guy. Oh, yeah, he found it. I don't know if he's actually doing that. I don't know if he's not. <laughs> a good point. How, okay. What did you type into Google to find it very quickly? Uh, Chargers security guard video. <laughs> Came up right away, so some people think that he is. So, anyways, uh, the Bears, Chicago Bears, have the number one overall pick in the draft. They own it by uh, by way of the Carolina Panthers, who traded away that pick for the right uh, to get the number one overall pick last year, Bryce Young. They wanted to move up. They needed to change their franchise's fortune. How'd that work out for the Panthers year one? Um, Coach got fired. Not good, yeah. Quarterback didn't look that great. The guy they didn't pick is on his way to the Hall of Fame. I mean, after, yeah. After one season, you have the Rookie of the Year, uh, both on offense and defense, by staying put with the Texans uh, and what they did. So they were able to improve dramatically. Uh, they got a new head coach. They look like they're going the right direction. The team that yeah. did everything to get the number one overall pick got it. Looks like they got it wrong. Well, I, w- I do fear that the Panthers are going to turn into the Raiders which Ooh. is just, it really doesn't matter what you do. That team won't rise because of ownership. David Tepper's a horrible owner. Yeah. Well, he's I, really bad. I think it's, yeah, we're kind of seeing that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he just, he he's very incompetent. He doesn't really have a sense for... This is after their other owner got fired for being a perv? Yeah, that's okay. correct. Yeah. And the other owner, uh, despite being a perv, was good. Well, I went to two Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. he was good. He he yeah. understood kind of what the game is. But David Tepper's bad in the sense that he treats an NFL team as a uh, publicly traded organization where yeah. um, you need to make moves that will uh, increase the value of an asset at a very high rate and in the interim ruin people's lives. Yeah. And if you can do both of those things in tandem, um, success you think follows? Yeah, well, I mean, it's... But anyway. Yeah. It, so here, here's everything that the Panthers gave up. This is what the Bears got 
mm-hmm. the number one pick. They got the ninth overall pick last year, so the Bears dropped from one down to nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the 24 first-round pick, which is now the number one overall pick. They got a 23 second-round pick, and they have a 25 second-round pick. So they've got this, and then next year they get a second-round pick as well. Did they get a receiver? Uh, they, they took uh, uh, DJ Moore. That's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. That's a good get. So if you got offered the same thing right now— you maybe you don't even have to like let's say the commanders at number two offered you a similar thing. So you get the number two overall pick this year. So you drop back one spot. You get a first round pick next year, uh second round pick this year, and a second round pick uh in twenty six. Would you give up that uh, spot to take the opportunity to drop draft Caleb Williams for that kind of haul? Uh me personally, yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh just because I don't think Caleb Williams is honestly that impressive. And I think that he comes from a system that famously uh doles out disappointing quarterbacks in the NFL who and, eventually but makes up makes him number one picks. Oh uh, he does. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um but you know the the problem with Lincoln Riley produced quarterbacks is the fact that they come into the league and they rely quite a bit on the athleticism that they were given. In some cases they don't, Baker Mayfield. But <laughs> They rely on a physicality that in the first year of play, you can do. You can. You can take people by surprise. We've seen it before. Robert Griffin III is the greatest example, which is if you are insanely athletic and nobody has film on you in the pros, the first year you will be a puzzle. Well, that and the the RG3 thing was really interesting because you had a great coach a super bowl winning coach and mike shanahan who decided that he was going to use every bit of athleticism and he was chewed up and spit out by the league i mean he he, i remember he went into that playoff game against the seahawks and his knee was bummed and they put him out there and he just was never the same after that yeah and so what happens is with these guys is that you know you get film on them and um, then they're figured out, and then they're kind of ineffective. And yep. that's just basically happened with every single one of them. Kyler Murray is the easiest example. It's starting to happen with Jalen Hurts. Um, who are they? Baker Mayfield. I mean, it didn't even really take off all well, yeah, that I mean, much. He, he's on his fourth team already, and, yeah. and that's if he stays um, with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and then you're going to see the same thing with Caleb Williams, and all the telltale signs are there, which is he doesn't really read defenses. Um, he relies on his athleticism. Yeah, he relies on his, the ball. Relies on his athleticism, which is not really that great on a pro level. Now, a dude who's able to still rely on his athleticism and has the know-how to actually get better is someone like Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson was that incredible blend of oh my god he's an amazing athlete and wow he actually wants to get better at certain areas it hasn't worked out exactly how he'd like though two mvps (laughs) um but that's that's why if i'm the bears i'm looking at this and just kind of saying like yeah i don't know if i want to take a risk on this yeah because of the fact also lamar jackson's 40 time at the combine oh i don't know four two eight four three four but still it's just (laughs) It's, yeah, it's absurd. It's insane. They, I, they were commenting on Bo Nix, who's going through the full combine workout today. And I think it was Mel Kuyper. They're like, yeah, if you can get in the four eights, yeah. great. That'd be great for sure. a quarterback. That's that's an athletic quarterback. Well, and again, too, you know, the, the whole athleticism part of it is it, it's all based on how well do you use your skills around it? What makes Patrick Mahomes such an incredible quarterback, among many things, is the fact that he can leverage this 
kind of pseudo YMCA athleticism he has with insane instincts, great talent, big arm strength, and good accuracy. And he can move around in the pocket. He can buy time. He is a larger Aaron Rodgers, essentially. <laughs> he can move by time and find where he wants to pinpoint his positions. Somebody made the comment. I don't know if we talked about this already, but after the Super Bowl. But the other thing, too, is the Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. He did. And he plays for an all-time great coach. Mm-hmm. The last two Super Bowls were won by Patrick Mahomes on a throw to a receiver that did not have a defender within 10 yards of him. Yeah. That's Andy Reid. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like if you get down to it and you're like, we need this play to win the Super Bowl. Pete Carroll and Daryl Bevel threw up a play that was picked at the goal line. Andy Reid gets McCole Hartman alone on an island with a quarterback that you might argue is maybe even less athletic than Russell Wilson. Certainly doesn't run as much as Russell Wilson did at that time, but he gets him out on the edge where it's one defender on two guys. And Mm. you have to stop Patrick Mahomes from walking in the end zone or leave a guy wide open. That's the Andy Reid effect too. So like Patrick Mahomes goes into the league and let's say he goes to an organization like the jets or the, the lions are now improving, but let's say he goes somewhere else and doesn't get the coaching and doesn't get that confidence. There's so much, to be said for let's go in let's learn how the nfl works and play with a great team a lot of guys that start right away that end up having success are these guys that get drafted by a team so going to the chicago bears and going all right well we've got a track record of ruining quarterbacks and uh we're going to move on from justin fields and you're the next guy in line i don't know why anybody thinks that formula is work you've got a guy that's steadily improved in justin fields if if it were me i'd stick with that dude like, I don't know that you're going to get a lot better with a guy that has zero NFL experience. When you look at Justin Fields, what was he, the 11th overall pick? His numbers were insane in college. He was as good or better than Caleb Williams as a sophomore. Yeah, and the other part with Justin Fields, though, was his – there all of those things – and this is what's interesting about scouting quarterbacks – Uh, is that you have to really take a macro point of view to get a good sense of how good are they really going to be because there's so many factors that play into the overall career of how they are going to react to everything. Now, the greatest mystique of all, at least of recent memory, is Justin Herbert, Mm. was the fact that he was uh, being taught by an incompetent coach, an incompetent (laughs) coordinator uh, on a team that, you know, had so much talent that it overcame such a stupid coach uh, to win a Rose Bowl. And he looks completely, you know, in college football games, he looks completely. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, pedestrian. I do want to kind of go back and watch a full do Justin it. Herbert. I, I mean, oh, I watched plenty of it before the draft, and I remember yes, thinking to myself, but, but watching I was like, it now compared to who, oh like, yeah, knowing who is in the NFL. Oh, they were idiots, yes. complete idiots. Because that Rose Bowl game, they actually let him run the ball, and it was like, oh, who's oh, well, not guy? only that, but the fact that the offense was so terribly drawn yep. and so terribly planned. He had to run the ball. Three yards on a cloud of dust. Nice job, Lombardi. Terrible. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm the Bears, another option that I've kind of started entertaining that I think is a really good thing is that you start kind of keying in on some teams that do need quarterbacks that are in that mid-first round area. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, you know, you look at teams like the Falcons, uh, uh, the Broncos. Uh, the Raiders, you look at these teams and you just say to yourself, what are those assets that I can trade out of the first round, go way down in the order and still have somebody available, say like Michael Penix, um, possibly Bo Nix, where I draft them. I still hold on to Justin Fields and I still get all these assets because I traded the first pick. If you can do that and you can light a fire under Justin Fields' ass, I I think that is more valuable than say you know, drafting Caleb Williams and then in the offseason basically being like, all right, what do we do with this guy? Fields. Well, the, the other thing that's interesting, too, is if you look at the NFL draft, like we always we always kind of fall in love with these mock drafts and the top, you know, three or four quarterbacks or whatever. There's plenty of times where you have guys that are drafted in the third or fourth round that end up being franchise quarterbacks. The year, it happens. The, you mentioned Robert Griffin III. You know who they drafted that same year? Kirk Cousins. Fourth round. Who's had the better career? The overall or playing? The, 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 the broadcast wise, RG3 is my man. He's a great broadcaster, Luke. The, the rookie season, rookie of the year, and who got paid the highest guaranteed money at one point in NFL history? It's, you know, so going and getting a, you can go and get somebody to push. You don't have to use a first round pick. Yeah. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. to go with DJ Moore, get a left tackle or a pass rusher. Yeah. At, I mean, their defense is fine. If it's I, really young, and they're all on really cheap deal. Yeah. Like, they got a nice two-year cushion, the Bears do, where they honestly don't have to worry about defense. But, but here, so here's the thing. Is it's if the O-line and the running back, or uh, and the quarterback. So get a left tackle. Yeah. But here, if you start with a rookie quarterback, not a lot of rookie quarterbacks going out and taking you to the Super Bowl. Is, is Justin Fields good enough? If you surround him with weapons, has he gotten better? What was he drafted the same draft as Jordan Love? I'll have to go look at that. Like when was Jordan Love drafted? 
I don't know. I think that was the Trevor Lawrence draft. Yeah, weren't they both? Fields. Fields was 11. Class. And then 21. Hold on. NFL draft order. But who's there's got to be a gunslinger out there, right? Patrick Mahomes wasn't a first overall pick. He was he was a little too risky. Who's the guy that nobody's talking about that's out there just chucking the ball over the yard? There's nobody from Wyoming like Josh Allen that doesn't. There's not enough tape. Remember how, wi- how much of a wild card Josh Allen was coming out? Yeah, and Josh Rosen was picked before him. Yeah. Um, okay, so Fields was 11. Yeah, to the Bears. That was the same draft as. Listen to this draft. Listen to the third first three picks of this Please. draft. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. How about that? How about that? That's great. I love that they picked Trey Lance. Yeah. It was awesome. So it was the, one these... of, it was the one blip of complete idiot that the 49ers showed. The yeah, 49ers yeah. make very yeah. savvy moves, but then they just had to just once be like Let's do something really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing about Trey Lance is what did he play? Like one game? Yeah. <laughs> and that was enough, Luke. And then he that's got all they needed to see. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Literally. That's, it, that's wild. That yeah. So so we're, every other move you, you we're relying back. we're relying on the same it's the same guys, right? This was this was what, 2021? Mm. It's the same guys evaluating this draft that are trying to sell us Caleb Williams. Right? Yeah. Does uh, Trevor Lawrence ever win anything in Jacksonville? I don't know. I still TBD on him. What? I know. Because he's really good. I, of course he that is. Team but he's is kind of weird. Yeah. And he turns the ball over a lot. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's rough. You, and then you lose, you lose that confidence. The guy never lost a football game on a Saturday. <laughs> Yeah. Like the guy was just unbelievable until uh, until I think his uh, his last year in college. Like he was just well, they're always going to have a chance. They're in the worst division in football. Yeah, not anymore. Not, not with those worse, Texans. But, yeah, not with those Texans. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. One year blips. I'm always kind of yeah. I, I and that's the other I'll thing to too. I do love that everybody's basically just like showering. CJ Stroud in the Texas right now. I'm like, okay, get. Have we get, seen? Have we seen that story though? The the rookie we just talked about. Oh, I know. Three. I'm just like, nope. give that a little no air, would you please? Yeah, because uh, I've I've seen this story quite a few well, let's, times. Let's stay. Let's stay on the NFL. Uh, this this is this is an interesting topic. We'll we'll keep with the draft. Um, because there's there's another thing going on uh, with your boy Justin Herbert too, which uh, I wonder if CJ Stroud might be on this uh, this career path as well. We'll we'll discuss uh, more NFL. Uh, share your thoughts on the Vancouver Ford text line um, if you want to five zero three T O G O fan. We'll uh, we'll get to them those thoughts. The hot stove in the NFL is the best, and we do more after this sports interrupted. Well, it's going to be a fun couple months as we head into the draft. Uh, you're going to get all the superstar stories from the NFL Combine. Did you see how fast that guy ran? It's amazing. Uh, but right now, uh, we're kind of talking about these quarterbacks, and you get, you know, you get all on this hype train, and the idea of the, the the grass is always greener on the other side, and you can go through and uh, my my brother is a Bears fan, uh, part time Bears fan. Uh, he's also a part time Seahawks fan, which is very interesting. It's got, like gear for both teams. It's 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 annoying. If the Bears, maybe get, you should just wear an NFC hat. <laughs> 
That'd be great. I'll just get. You know what? Let's see. If there's an a, NFC. Let's yeah. see if there's an NFC hat. Maybe that'll yeah. be, that'll be a Christmas gift. You'd love that. You'd be yeah. like, oh yeah. yes, I'm all in on the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> yes, this represents my interests. Yeah. Can you imagine if the Legion of Boom defense had Mike Singletary and William Perry? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that'd be good. Uh, yeah. That's a uh, but so he he is trying to make the argument about you know it's like. You know, these number one picks, because the thing that I've, you know, often thought, it's like, it's like you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Your goal as a team is to win the Super Bowl. That's, that's it. So you go out there, Caleb Williams puts you on an entirely different timeline. Even if he comes out and has a great rookie year, you mentioned C.J. Stroud, and you're like, it's a one-year blip. How do we know that he's going to be great? We already talked about RG3 wins rookie of the year, and that's it. That's his whole career. You look at a guy like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was unbelievable as a rookie. He was actually intended to to not start right away, but if you remember the punctured lung of Tyrod Taylor getting his pregame so shots, weird. they uh, somebody's like, "Hey, I really want Herbert in there, so I'm going to need you to put that needle a little extra deeper." Here's a few saw bucks, and the trainer somehow punctures his lung before the game. But Justin Herbert is going into this season. He's going to be on his third head coach and his fourth offensive coordinator. The trajectory of of these careers, like Alex it's, Smith, it, it's not always oh, Al, Alex, <laughs> Alex Smith took a, a well. The team that was ready to go to the Super Bowl, he got benched. They did. You know, Carson Wentz goes out and is is having an MVP season, gets injured, his backup wins the Super Bowl. And he's gone. You look at all of these stories of this, where uh, the Vancouver Ford text line, uh, Vancouver Ford uh, takes care of all of our texts here on the uh, on the fan. Uh, your dollar goes further before, during, and after the sale online at VancouverFord.com. Uh, brings up Deshaun Watson. How promising were the Texans with Deshaun Watson? Very. Deshaun Watson does not look like the guy that played for the Texans. He certainly uh, did not leave the Texans in a good spot with the way that he departed and the reputation that he had. Uh, so things can fall apart very quickly. Michael Vick was on the way to superstardom, on the way to be one of the all-time greats. He just beat Brett Favre at Lambeau in the play. Let's small off-field issue. Gone. Out of the league, it's like the you have these emergences. Colin Kaepernick is a guy that was the, was a, a shooting star for a little while. So going out and getting a new quarterback when you have a guy that's steadily improving, if you could go and take Justin Fields, throw his name into the NFL draft, where would you put a guy like that who has three years of NFL experience, had great numbers in college, and he's he's got that. So if you're, I don't know, I mean Pittsburgh's been linked to Justin Fields, Atlanta, whatever it is. If all of these teams are willing to go out and get him, I don't know what the offers are, but if you're the Bears, does that make you think more of giving him up or more of keeping him? Well, I think that your question, as it stands, is the problem. Because of the fact that I don't think there's a market for Justin Fields. You know, you mentioned the Pittsburgh Steelers, but unfortunately, that's not really an upgrade from Kenny Pickett, at least not significant enough that you would have to give stuff up. And that's the problem with trading for a quarterback. That's why Kirk Cousins is kind of in an interesting position that he is, is that he's very good on paper. 
Yeah. You look at him. He had the best statistical season he's ever had last year before he got hurt. And you say, well, that's great. We should get him. But then you look at him as a leader and some of the decisions he makes in crunch time and you go, yeah, no, he's not there because he's had every opportunity. The roster he had for a good three-year stretch in Minnesota should have gone to the Super Bowl at least once. What would you give up for a quarterback still in their prime? that's been to and won a Super Bowl <laughs> that has one of the best downfield passing percentages in the league, you'd look at a guy like Russell Wilson, you go, that's a no-brainer. How does that not work for the Denver Broncos? Absolute disaster. There's something about the quarterback position that is so much finickier than we realize. I mean, the guys that have won in two places, the list is Tom Brady, it's Peyton Manning. I mean, that's it. There's not a lot of guys that have won in two stops in the NFL. It's just, it's, and it's really bizarre because Tom Brady. Brett Favre. Brett Favre didn't win, though. Like, to win the whole well, thing. Did. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Win the whole thing. I mean, Joe, I mean, Mon- they, Joe Montana. Minnesota took the, was really good. Yeah. Joe Montana took the Chiefs to a AFC championship game. Yeah. Craig Morton played in two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. with, one with the, the Cowboys and, uh, and one with the Broncos, but that was uh, in the 1970s. There's just not yeah. a lot of guys that go to a second team. Kurt Warner went to two. List is pretty short. So it's like it's you kind of have to get it right the first time. And you just gotta kind of hold Kurt on. Warner and went to three, didn't he? Kurt Warner played for three different teams. He didn't go to one with the Giants. Or maybe unless he was he a went backup. To two with the Rams. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, with two yeah. different teams. Oh uh, okay. Not two yeah. different Super Bowls, but two different teams. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, no, it, I, I and I understand what you're saying. Just, it's just a bizarre thing. Yeah, though. it is a bizarre thing. And I think that, that that's kind of why, you know, that's why the Bears, I think, are in just this weird position because let me put it this way. If Justin Fields was going to be moved, it would have happened by now. Okay. But what's if he, stopping him from being moved now? Well, Nothing. Well, no. It gives you <laughs> because, more le- it doesn't give you more leverage going into the draft. If you're the general manager. But you're the first pick. So who cares? Well, That's the point. You're but, not leveraging if, anything. If you're you're consider- at the top. If you're considering trading that pick, you are. Right, but everybody's giving you their best offer at this point. Yeah. Really, uh, on draft day, it, it, Maybe something comes up, but all the people you're already having conversations with, it's not like buying a car. It's not like where you're like, how much can I get this price down? Those people, you know what their assets are and you know what they have. And so once they start throwing things at you, you go, that's probably their bottom line. Yeah. And you go, okay, they're not going to move past that. Uh, I don't know know if the Raiders are going to move past what they offer for Justin Fields. I don't know if the Jets will because the Jets are in a horrible situation, which is... Because they thought thought Aaron Rodgers worked in Green Bay to work here. Right. And they said to themselves, we'll get two years out of him. Can't miss. He'll train Zach Wilson. Hopefully he works. If he doesn't, we'll try again. Now you're in a position where you don't have Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers will probably get hurt again next year. (laughs) But in all likelihood... So now you have to think about, well, we kind of need a quarterback. Well, okay. So here, here, here's my question. If you're, because we've heard the GM thing. If you're the general manager uh, scenario where what would you do with that pick? If you're the head coach of the Bears, so this would be interesting to me. So Eberflus, 
If you're Eberflus, you've invested time, energy. It sounds like Justin Fields is beloved in that locker room. His teammates love him. Uh, he works really hard. He's got all of the... They're sexually attracted to him. <laughs> it's got, they they've love got him all so of much. the talent. Everybody celebrates his birthday. Would you, as a head coach, want to go back on a rookie timeline? Because if it doesn't work, you're gone. Nah, I don't it's know. Very interesting. we got to get to good versus evil. We'll do it next. Sinner and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. I started crying watching that video just because like, I'm, I'm just filled with so much gratitude and love. And um, the way the fa- these fans support women's basketball is so, much special, is so special. And um, yeah, I mean... You all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on now. There's the most popular player in basketball right now, Caitlin Clark. News broke this week she will leave Iowa after this season and enter the WNBA draft. Clark scored 33 points this past week against Minnesota to pass Lynette Wooder as the leading scorer in women's college basketball history. She's currently making more money at Iowa than than her projected contract in the WNBA would be. Put yourself in her position. Would you have stayed another year, which would be a COVID senior year? Uh, no, that's a, and that's a dumb stat. I hate it when people bring that up, that she's making more money at Iowa than she would make in the uh, WNBA. She doesn't get any money from the NIL collective at Iowa. She has a deal with Nike and a deal with uh, Gatorade and whatever. It's all it's all sponsorship dollars that she's earned, and because of name, image, and likeness, she's allowed to collect on that. Which is that's where name, image, and likeness makes sense. She is a superstar. She's the biggest draw in the sport right now, and we're talking about women's basketball, which you and I don't do a whole lot on this show. If she goes into the WNBA, which is becoming a viable league and is getting more and more attention because of stars like her, she's going to continue to make money. If she's shooting logo threes, Sabrina Inescu is playing against Steph Curry in a three-point shooting contest. There is more appeal for women's basketball because of people like her. And if she goes on and plays on the Olympic team with Sabrina Inescu and they wipe the world, dude, that's going to be fun to watch. The U.S. women's team in soccer was a big draw. Uh, you've got enough personalities, and personality she is, that she's going to be making plenty of money for a long time. She's not going to get a pay cut to go to the WNBA, you morons. 16 seems great, but then you don't have first-round buys, which means that we would be minimizing the effect of some great conference championship games because we know that those teams would both be in. So you need to incentivize the games at the top end of college football late in the season by offering buys in the first couple of rounds or the first round of the playoff there is cover boy for dilf monthly's 2023 july edition joel Klatt. speaking of college sports and money let's talk about college football playoff major college administrators are discussing expanding the contest from 12 to 14 teams as of 2026 in this instance the sec and big 10 will be guaranteed three slots apiece while the acc and big 12 will be promised two apiece Three remaining slots will then be saved for at-large bids. Is this best for college football? No! Start over! You've got me all mad and good versus evil. I am taking the side of evil on this. 
blow up college football. Do the Chip Kelly idea, which has been my idea forever, which is make football independent of other college sports. Put the Pac-12 back together for basketball and let them swim against each other and play baseball and do all the things that they do. College football makes too much money for all of this. You need to have some sort of universal scheduling so you can eliminate a lot of this. He's right about the, the conference championship games not mattering. Guess what? They don't really matter that much when we go into a 12-team playoff. You need to figure out a way to eliminate that. The Big 10 has 18 teams. The Big 12 has, what, 20? The SEC is going to try to steal everybody good from the ACC. The A-freaking-CC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, has Stanford and Cal. Stop! Just start over. Go, hey, we've got this many teams that we think should play for a championship and start from the beginning of the season. You keep telling me that every game matters in college football. Just make the whole thing a round robin and we'll figure it out from there. But you're doing it all wrong. You're working backwards. If you want to fix college football, just stop. The teams are there. How would you, Figure out how you'd make it the most entertaining and it's not by tweaking it little by little by little by little. You're ruining the sport, you idiot. You ran out your best coaches after last season, two of the four ones in the tournament left because it's so stupid. Come on, you guys. Idiots. Idiots. It was obviously the number that he wore in Japan as well, so that truly means a lot to him to be able to wear it here as well. All right, I'm a baseball fan now, so I'm not going to play Goodfellas clips over I baseball. I like that. Uh, Yoshi Yoshinobu Yamamoto made his spring training debut this week for the Dodgers against Mowing the down. world champion Texas Rangers. Yamamoto threw two scoreless innings, gave up one hit, struck out three in 16 and 19 pitches. Paired this with Shohei Otani's positive start in spring. And the Dodgers are looking like world beaters. What do you think? Too early to tell? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, baseball is one of those tricky things where you can go through the season and look absolutely unstoppable, but you get a hot team in September and October, and things change very, very quickly. Uh, the amount of uh, parity that there is in baseball is is not always as even as, uh, as the NFL. But there's always going to be a surprising team. There's young upstarts that go out there and uh, and can knock off a team that is just going veteran, veteran, veteran. Remember the Yankees' uh, big run, Will, when you were a big baseball fan back there? It was a lot of homegrown guys. Jorge Posada and Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams, Paul O'Neill. It wasn't when they went into the big free agency and started collecting Giambi brothers that they started mashing everybody. Uh, when you pay out to get, uh, get all the best players, it doesn't always work out. But, yeah, they're going to be really good. Orioles seven and one in spring play, by the way. Let's go. Oh. Spring training doesn't really translate to regular season. They're really good though. Yep. Right now. We hey, we know. Fourth fourth in the ESPN power rankings. All right. My favorite story of the week comes from the Combine. Texas cool. Tech's Tyler Owens, who is a dummy, says he doesn't believe in space and other planets. I'm looking at. Uh, I was. I had the. I had to switch off of the the combine because it's just so dumb. Uh, but I looked up twice, and a guy named Tip Reinman is a tight end out of Illinois. Tip. Both balls went off his fingertips that were thrown to him that I saw, which made me laugh. And then I pulled up Tip to see what this guy's all about. Yeah, he doesn't believe in birds. Now I will say that is a farcical. Um, 
a campaign that people are running. Yeah. Uh, and it's on TMZ. Yeah. 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 It's this thing. People, it, it actually does have merit and maybe he's just being sarcastic. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Yeah. So people are doing this and I forget what the political slant to it is, but basically like pretending like birds don't exist. That's You'll have right. to look it up, but there's some political slant to it. It is not literal. So does this Tyler you. Owens really does, doesn't believe in space? No, he really doesn't believe in uh, space. And he says good. that there are some uh, flat earth uh, theories that he thinks do have uh, validity. Um, so, yeah. He probably should not be drafted. But what position does he play? Uh, linebacker. Oh, yeah. He's fine. No, I don't want him anywhere near yeah, my no, team. I'm to, not drafting that person. <laughs> I need to believe in space. Uh, what's his 40 down? I don't know. What? Doesn't matter. Uh, it literally doesn't oh, matter. He's a, a favorite to post the fastest uh, 40 time at the Combine. Doesn't believe in space. Great. Yeah. Cool. That's not fine. on my team. Yeah, well. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> that kind of ignorance, it breeds more ignorance. You sure it's not just a campaign? No, this one is real. I mean, this is the whole thing of. Um, it's God. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it's, where, if it's, there was space, where would heaven be? It's young people. Well, this is their logic, which oh, is I'm um, to this. a four year old can poke the holes in it. And Steph Curry, by the way, I love mentioning this because people love just pouring praise on Steph Curry. By, by the way, 0 for 2 in ventures outside of basketball, Steph Curry. Oh. This and crypto. Oh, Wait, is his crypto not doing well? Is no, he was the one crypto, that... Um, crypto not killing it right now? No, he was the one that uh, did all the advertisements for the I Sam remember. Bankman Freed one yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, went under. Awesome. Steph Curry had said uh, the flat earth thing. Um, I thought that was Kyrie Irving. No, Steph Curry jumped on board. Wait, what? Yeah, he did at one point. A lot of people forget about this. And he goes, If the I don't earth know. isn't flat, how is a basketball and court goes, flat? And he goes... I don't know. You know, honestly, it's like I've never seen it with my own eyes, like the oh, earth no. being round. Yeah, but you but you have. No, but not like, with have, my but, own eyes no, like in reality. But we have pictures, buddy. Right, I know that, but like, pictures can be doctored. Oh, no. So, Is this a, by the way, by this line of logic, in my instance, Jeff Bezos, Barack Obama, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, uh, Steve Young. Wait, I'm just going to keep wait, listing wait, people wait, I've never met in real life. Wait, real quick. Have you met Steph Curry? Have I met? No. Maybe he hasn't been to a Warriors Blazers game? I don't know. I don't think I have. I've seen LeBron. I know he's real. Kiwis are birds, apparently. I've never seen one. So how do I know it exists? I, I can't say that it does. Uh, Kangaroos? These these athletes that do this, and Kyrie Irving is the worst defender, but these athletes that <laughs> I don't do know this if he is. Um, are basically what I would call, and I'm not being hyperbolic here, they're a cancer on society. <laughs> because to young sports fans who listen to them, even though we kind of laugh at that whole, oh, it's a bad example for kids. Kids dig this crap. Yeah, They do. They think it's interesting. And they think that it's interesting to be stupid when it comes to questioning things. Now, you can be curious about certain subjects, such as, well, what the hell is space actually? And like, you know, how is it that we discovered planets? Great. Go read about that. Yeah. Go ask someone about that. A lot of people put some work into that. But to declare from your own research and assertions that it just doesn't exist because I haven't seen it in real life. You know what's really real? This phone, this gogurt, <laughs> this pack of Takis. You know what's not? Space, Pluto. Do you believe in gogurt? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yes, it's right there. 100%. I just had one. 
I'm eating yogurt right now. How do I know Beyonce is real? Yeah, oh. so, um, uh, I, I, yeah, if I'm an NFL an owner, it's I look an... at that guy and I'm just like, nope, I'm good. No, thank you. Please get out. Uh, I just started reading this book. It's a very short uh, read, and I will finish it after uh, after the show. Uh, but it's about the um, human stupidity. And the first law of human stupidity that I've uh, digested into my brain, mm-hmm. there's always more stupid people than you expect. Yeah. The re- the researcher that wrote the book, this is written back in the 70s, but he said, he goes, in every group of people, like if you take like the poor, the middle class, the affluent, go to a college and take the blue collar workers that like empty the garbage cans and you could take the professors, the students, the the dean's list, whatever it is, stupid people in greater magnitudes in all groups. So... There's stupid people out there. What's his 40 time? I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, that guy's real. Go hit him. We really know <laughs> very little. <laughs> you know what? You know what that guy's not doing? Standing on the sideline thinking about space. He you know probably what? is. No, he's not. I bet he is. No. I that. bet on the sideline he's like, idiots. They actually <laughs> believe in space. No. You know what he's thinking about? Kill, tackle. Tackle, then get on Tackle. rocket and prove space doesn't exist. <laughs> what do you? What does he think up there? All right, we have a shortened hour too. We better get to it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Bla- a great question. What the hell does he think up? There? I don't know. We'll talk about uh, the Blazers. They got their first win in over a month. Uh, Got to be excited. Catch the fever. Uh, hour two of Center and Saint next on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 